Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Knock, knock, knock. Hello? Knock, knock, knock. Hello? Who's there? Knock, knock, knock. God darn it. Who are you? Oh, Mr. Reaper was not expecting you. Oh, most people don't expect you? Ah, I could see that. Yuppers out there, you followers of the Yup podcast. I like the term Yuppers. I I I feel like a Yupper. I'm like Yup. Well, for one, I like being a redneck because it's just a little freedom to be not quite right. You know, the perfect cookie cutter person. It's like redneck just leaves you a little raw, gives you a little edge, but you're still cool. And chance that most people don't mess with rednecks anyway. Hey, I'm Tom Baldwin. This is the Yup podcast host. Tom Baldwin of uh, Redneck Wisdom. Can you tell that Tom is a little out of practice? Uh, not at all. Not at all. So, the intro. I'm just going to, before we get in, I give you all the little information about where you can find all the stuff about the Yup Podcast. I'm just, I'm so glad you're here. And can I just say, I love community. I love friendships. This past week, I lost a dear dear friend. And that's the intro as when death comes, it often comes as a surprise and it often comes quickly. I know many people suffer with cancer and disease, but in my life, the the death that has come has come fairly quickly with my dad and, and now my good friend, Doug, who um, was in California and 70 years old, was over there framing up uh a barn, like a, an outbuilding, a barn slash living garage shop type thing. I don't really know what you call it, but got done with a, a long day's work, went home you know, and 70 years old, freaking framing. I mean, the man was an animal and, uh, yeah, got home and, uh, just wasn't feeling well, called his son and just said, Hey, I'm not feeling well. Can you come over right away? I'm just not feeling quite right. And, Long story short, and uh, you know, within about a half hour, he had passed. He he didn't have any pain, um, you know. And his son was there, and it was hard for his son, but I'm glad his son was there. But on uh, Saturday night, last Saturday night, and it was about one in the morning, my wife woke me up and said, "Hey, Doug passed," and I kind of woke up out of a daze, and I'm like, "What?" That's how much of a surprise it was, and that. I was just like, and it wasn't until the next morning when I got up and I realized that my friend was gone. And I got to tell you, 
it's been a roller coaster. I talked to you about grief with my dad and grief with my friend. I, I don't think it's completely set in because he was in California. And so it's just that I haven't seen him in a while. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me to process that he's actually gone, but we held his memorial service at our house this last Friday, which was such a privilege. And you're just like, how is that a privilege? It's like, and I've talked about this a lot with my dad, but when you love and care about someone to be a part, even of their passing is such a privilege and an honor because it's just an expression. And it's a reminder that I really did love that man. I really did care for that man. That man was a friend. That man was a mentor to me. He was something I crave in my life so much. He was an elder in my life and it's going to be so hard to continue on without him. But on that Friday night, it was such a blessing to hear the stories, to hear other people share. And that's what the Friday night was about. We shared a meal and there was probably, we don't live in a huge house. And although Doug had way more friends than this, cause he's spread, he's lived in Oregon and California and now Montana, Colorado. He has friends all over wherever he went. He had friends and he was loved. Funny story. And I'm already deep into the podcast. Um, when I, I went to California and I helped him work on a project down there and uh, he grew up in that area. And so there was a lot of extended family. So as we worked down there, I think it was about a week and a half, close to two weeks, every night we were invited to a, a family's house. And just because I was with Doug and Doug was so beloved, I got the VIP treatment everywhere I went. I'd show up and they're, and they're like, you want something to drink? And Doug would like, get out the good bourbon for my friend, Tom. And I was just treated like royalty and it's just an expression. And this podcast is a tribute to Doug. And if there's any family that has chooses to listen to this, I just got to tell you how much Doug was loved and how evident it was and his, his life and his character just, Oh, it's hard to put words to it. Uh, he was a gruff man that was a giant teddy bear inside. It's like once you got to know him and you became friends with him, there's nothing he wouldn't do for you. And he was such a dear friend. Anyway, Tom has to take a break here because he's getting close to the point of oh, blubber, 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 blubber. I was just, when uh, I saw his one of his sons, he has uh, three sons and a daughter and uh, they were all here on that Friday. As you might guess, an awesome man has awesome kids and his kids are amazing. And they're a testimony to him and his wife. And uh, as those of you that are married know, marriage isn't easy. And one of the things that I loved about Doug as we had a very close friendship and we talked about all kinds of things. And one of those things that I appreciate about him that he shared with me, as you get older, you just can't cruise control your marriage. And he was realizing that he had to re-engage that there was a time where he got kind of a little bit um, lazy in his marriage. And so much of that wisdom as he shared his own experiences poured into me, it's like, 
yeah, you got to 10 stuff. And it made me go home and reinvest in my wife and just not take her for granted and realizing what a blessing marriage is. And he was always doing things like that. Even the week before he left, we were just talking about hidden things in our lives that we can't see and issues that we have that sometimes when we have friendships, those issues bump into other people and that what a privilege it is when we actually get to see our issues and, and we have a chance to remedy that. And as he's 70 years old, he's still looking to improve, still looking to be better, still looking to connect with his wife, not giving in. He was such an inspiration and that he's 70 years old and he really didn't have to work. Went to California to build this project. When he got back, he was scheduled to begin logging. And at 70 years old, he was clearing trees for these fire lines an amazing guy. Anyway, we're going to take a break here and just remind you that at the end, there will be another secret post message, the quietness at the end of the podcasts for the secret. Anyway, creepy. Maybe I'm not going to listen, but you can always contact me. I love to hear from you at 406bigt at gmail.com. Yes, the Gmail will probably know everything you say to me. And so if you're a bit on the conspiracy mindset, I have to get a secure email, but that's the one that I have for now. So everything that you share with me, big brother will know and for better or for worse, that's just the way it is. But, um, you can always go to yup.solutions and this way to connect with the podcast on the bigger players. Sometimes there's a lot of podcasts out there. It's hard to find a podcast. So if you want to share the yup podcast, then you can go to yup.solutions and link up there. There's also a link up to the greater store at tombobaldwin.com that you can get to. And if you so choose to, which I always appreciate, you can donate at that same website. So we got all that out of the way. So my tribute to my friend, Doug, and I only met him, it was about, I think five and a half, six years ago, rare to make friends later in life. And I'm really, I'm really grateful. And I don't know exactly how I ended up this way, but I'm always looking for friends and I don't ever feel like I have enough friends and I don't ever feel like my friendships are deep enough. And so when Doug come along and he uh, ended up coming to our house for a community group we hosted, him and his wife. Funny story, that night we were helping some other people move in the group, and they showed up just in time to follow us over the house to move. And so you already know what kind of character that Doug has and that his wife had, that they showed up in a group where, you know, they came to connect and do Bible study, which we, which we do there because I'm a man of faith, and that's part of who I am. They were servants in the very first night. They helped move, and we moved people since. And he was always there to sh- and showed up. But that, as we got to know each other, we just hit it off. We both loved cigars. Um, we both were in the construction industry, and just of a similar mindset in beliefs, faith, politics. You know, we were a bit on the wacky woo-woo side, and so we just connected really well. And for me, in my life, he was an elder. He was that man that had those old stories. It's sort of what I inspire here is I'm 54 years old. I'm older than a lot of you, maybe not older than all of you, but there's some wisdom that that comes with age. And so him being 16 years older than me, I realized that he had wisdom to share. And did he have wisdom to share? He shared, he helped me through 
when my dad died. He was huge. He was one of those men that you could just be around. And he didn't have to say a lot, and we could hang out and not have a lot of words. And then that season, losing my dad and the just the weirdness of grief, he was just there and uh, understanding and flexible to what I needed. And in COVID, the same way, I was going stir crazy over here. And he's like, hey, come over. And we'd work on, he bought a go-kart just as a project during COVID. And so we worked on the go-kart. We spent hours in the garage working, talking, chatting, smoking cigars as he and I developed a friendship. But as he unknowingly and maybe knowingly shared his wisdom and poured his wisdom, as I tout to be in a dispenser of wisdom, I suck in as much as I can get because I know that I need it. And I want to be a blessing as people like Doug are in my life. As they pour wisdom into me, I want to pour it out on others because it is such a valuable commodity. The other thing. Yeah, sorry. Give me a moment here. Doug was so generous. He he received these really, really expensive, rare cigars, Fuente cigars. You couldn't even get any more. And people were paying $100 a stick to get one. And on one of my birthdays, and I known that he had three of them, and I was never presumptuous that one of those should be mine. He shared one of those with me. And he also, he was part of a wine club. Uh, I believe it's A. Roth Wines. Some of you may be subscribers out there to wine, but very, very good wine. You have to be part of a club. So I didn't have any of the sulfates or some of the nasty stuff that wines have that kind of can wreck us. And he brought over like a $120 bottle of that. And him and I drank it. And you got to understand, I'm not a wine connoisseur. And I really felt like it was wasted on me. But he wanted to bless me. And he wanted to enjoy that wine and that cigar with me. He was that kind of generous guy that you can see the smile and the deep satisfaction as I enjoyed the cigar and I drank the wine and he asked me about the flavors and the different things. And I did the best I could to describe the experience and it just blessed him. Those people, if you find those in your life that are generous and to see the deep satisfaction in their face as you are enjoying their generosity, as you're consuming their labor and their resources and they're blessed by it. You are a fortunate person. And I am so fortunate for Doug, the five or six years that we had together. And I'll tell you, he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. And we had some tiffs and we had some issues. And if you're out there and you're in a friendship and you're struggling because you're like, well, this friendship is just messy. All good friendships are messy. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. And Doug and I, because we were committed to each other, we worked through the hard things. And can I tell you right now how grateful I am? And if you're estranged from somebody right now, I just encourage you to work through it. And as I talk with Doug's wife and those of you that are married, you know that marriage takes works. And and work. And we go through seasons of low spots and high spots. And Doug had really invested in his marriage and makes like, we were in, we're, we're in such a good place. We're in such a good place. And she's at peace. For one, we're people of faith. And so we have the hope that we're going to meet up again. And so this separation isn't permanent. This separation is just temporary.
Sorry. Just contemplating. <sighs> yeah. It's hard to lose someone. And I just encourage you, don't let the petty things get in the way of friendship. And don't let the possibility of loss stop you from starting a friendship. I wouldn't change a thing. Do I miss Doug? I miss him incredibly. And we're actually on this coming Memorial Day, we are going to, because he had built this really nice, we called it a smokehouse, but it was an, a gazebo that was fully enclosed with a fire pit inside so we can smoke all winter long. And so one of the favorite spots to hang out for myself and a lot of other guys because he loved community and believed in community and surrounded himself with community and invested in people. In this Memorial Day, we're going to have a tribute over there that his wife is allowing me to host a tribute and just continue what Doug had started because I'm all about community and I'm 100% on board with what Doug envisioned for gathering men together and being a support to men. It was one of his passions. It was like he believed men need community and men need other men and that boys need men in their life. One of the things that Doug and I did together, and it was a super fun season, which we did with some other men, Greg, which you've heard me mention here. Shout out to Greg, such a good friend in the season of losing Doug. Greg has been huge and we don't talk a lot, but it's like the guy lingo, dude, you doing all right? Yeah. Okay. That means the world. I know ladies are just like, I don't get it. Well, fortunately, you don't have to get it, but saying stuff like that and communicating like that is like saying, hey, I care, you know, you're important to me, all that without having to say all that. But we started this and there were a group of us guys and the whole point was to teach young men how to be men. And so Doug hosted it at his house, thought up all kinds of activities that were team builders, um, problem solving activities, just incredible stuff. And the reaction of the young men who a lot of these young men were, let's just say unruly as young men can be right. Can, there can be some struggles there. And those of you that have young men totally understand that there was just a harmony and a peace that came over and they settled in. And when Doug talked, they listened and there was a reverence and an honor for him for what he did. There was something really special that he had as an elder that those boys in that season received such a blessing. And I was so blessed. And I learned a lot from Doug as he thought of these different activities and explained how, you know, this was solving problems. And gosh, just a man of so much wisdom. He, for a long point in his life, his, his wife and his family ran a camp for young kids. And uh, so he learned a lot of this and developed a lot of this. And he just... Although he would never call himself this, and he didn't necessarily like this, mentor, elder, he was 100% that. And if you don't have an elder in your life, I encourage you, find a Doug. My life is so much better and so much richer. And I'll just tell you, as far as the little Monday night gathering, because that's when we gathered to have cigars, and we'll probably have the final one, although his wife may let us continue to use the smokehouse, but I'm not going to assume that. But we're going to continue to meet in honor of Doug and build relationship and community with each other. And as 
one friend's gone, there's a little room to make another friend and deepen some relationships. And that's what I plan on doing. And that's how I plan on honoring Doug is to pour into another man and find another man to build a relationship with, to do life together, to have a friendship. And it's not a perfect thing. Doug and I's friendship, I think I told you that was far from perfect, but it was real. And we connected on a real level and we lived on a real level. And it's funny because when we would hang out and, you know, there were new guys that come to the group, you know how, when you get really close to someone, you're just like, Oh no, that's rubbing Doug the wrong way. And I can see when somebody said something like that and I can see Doug, it's like, Oh yeah, you didn't care for that. That's a beauty of friendship. Okay. That's where the hurt of the loss comes from because you developed a connection with another human being. And when there's loss, it's, it's those type of things that show and reflect how much value. So when the tears flow, the tears and the sorrow and the ache show how much value. And Greg put you on the spot a little bit, but Friday night at the memorial service, I looked over Greg and he was a mess because in his face was the expression of the value that was and the ache that came from the loss because there was real genuine friendship. And so my friends, don't ever be afraid of the tears, the ache and the hurt because there was value and it meant something and it was real and it was precious. That is the gold of life. And I'll just put a plug in here, okay? And being a person of faith, okay, whether you believe it's true or not, we have the hope of reuniting again. And if it's only about hope, it's worth it. Now, I believe it's a lot more, and I believe it's for real. But just having hope here is worth it, okay? You're just like, it's living a lie, is it? Because what if it's really real? You don't know for sure. Why not take a chance, okay? I'm not talking about institutional, sterile Christianity. I'm talking about the Jesus that loves you and wants to take you on an adventure. Whole different thing. And Doug was about adventure. One of the things he told me early on was, he's like, you know what I love about walking with Jesus? Jesus is about having fun. Now, some of you, you're just be like, what? I've never heard that. All I've ever heard about Jesus and religion is not fun. Now, Doug believed that the walk of faith with Jesus was fun and his life was an example of that. Did he have dark seasons? Absolutely. Okay. When people die, there is this tendency to make him out to be perfect. Doug was real. That's what I loved about him. He wasn't perfect. He had dark days. He had dark weeks. He actually had dark months. I think he may have had a dark year in there too, but it, he was real. And even in that dark season, the remarkable thing about Doug is that he withdrew quite a bit, but he still stayed connected. And it taught me a lesson. It's like, no matter how dark, keep those connections. Cause he knew, I believe he knew that he needed that and that would help him through his season. And so as I end this podcast, let me just say, I miss my friend Doug. And if you're close to someone and there's strife between you, take care of it. Just have that conversation. Just work it out. Put your pride aside for a while. Just get things straightened out. Because when I look at the last year that Doug and I have together, because we had a pretty big tiff probably about a year ago, and we worked through it fairly quickly, I'm so glad we had this great year this great year of connection, because you never know. I'm Mr. Reaper. You never know. Don't 
waste time. Don't waste time. Invest. The things that last are relationships and memories. I will have memories of Doug, but you know the coolest thing about it? I've met a bunch of new friends through Doug, and I'm going to continue to build the relationship with them, and they are going to be an extension, a branch on my tree of that relationship. There's a main branch that's Doug, but out of that, there's going to become other branches of relationships with those other guys that are there because they're still here. Doug, I know he's in heaven, and if I ask him to come back, this is what he would do. Are you nuts, dude? Do you know what it's like to be out of pain, to be up here, to be joyful? Are you crazy? I'd be like, I know. I'm sorry. I just miss you. He's like, dude, don't worry. It's worth it when you get up here. And so from the great beyond, I feel him encouraging me. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But it's okay because I'm encouraged, right? All right, my friends. Hey, I do so appreciate you. Go out there and in tribute of my friend, Doug, go make a friend, go deepen a relationship, go overcome some conflict maybe that you've had. Do something. Well, you don't have to do anything, but you know what? I know you guys, you're high performers, so you probably will. So remember, I got you. So go out there, take some risks, do something because the spirit of Tom Baldwin has his hand on your back, okay? That's woo-woo, right? We're out there, we're woo-woo. You're just like, where did that woo-woo come from? Okay, I'm all about woo-woo. I haven't done woo-woo in a while, but I believe that I can strengthen and encourage and support you from afar. My energy is great. My energy is strong. My energy is powerful, and my energy cares. Nobody cares. I care. I do. I care. the secret message. If you want to walk on marshmallows, you need to buy a pair of Hoka loafers. Okay. It's like walking on marshmallows. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.